When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. My name is Jim. I will introduce you to the panel very soon. Today, we are going to be taking on some big questions from members of the Dadsnet. We're going to be looking inside the news, skirting around the really big news, because it's really difficult to talk about with any kind of gravitas when you're some blokes who sit every Wednesday night and just chat <laughs> nonsense. And we'll uh, play a little Put game. Put that well, Jim. You, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, let's not pretend that we are Jeremy Paxman's here. We are very much not. So probably this is the place to come to not have to listen about horrific war and stuff like that. I mean, unless it's, you know, some battle between uh, Sparky and Jack over Crocs or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Let me introduce the panel tonight. And I'm going to introduce them in the characters they would be in The Office, the UK office. And the, the reason I'm doing this okay. is Jack, because Jack, you would be Gareth. You are the. Uh... <laughs> what the hell? We're starting there. Okay, oh, right. man. Okay, you are the... I've got your statement in the jelly. Yeah, big The lick spittle second in command under <laughs> David Brent. <laughs> and I say this because this week it was revealed that Jack is now. Uh, He's now employed by the dad's net. He's taken the corporate coin. And he's not just, like, hanging out doing a podcast for them. You're an actual full-time working member. Now, obviously, our boss, Al, he is the David Brent here. You're the Gareth. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I I probably (laughs) deserve that. He's on the payroll. Yeah, Yeah, I deserve that. (laughs) Uh, And and I'm from Bristol. Oh, well, there you go. Perfect. Oh, man. But you uh, lacking the uh, step haircut? Yeah, is it yeah, good? yeah. Lacking, <laughs> lacking the curtains. Sparky, I imagine you as Finchy. Um, sometimes cider, uh, other times lager. Uh, <laughs> because, I, well, it was because I can imagine you throwing a shoe over a pub when you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all of us, you would be the one that did that. Oh, man. And I can only dream of a tash like Finchie uh, as well, can I just say, guys. Now, Brad isn't here. Brad would be Big Keith, of course, because if you want, if you want someone to come out with something massively inappropriate, Brad is your man, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, and I'd be Tim, because just sit here despairing at the rest of you on a weekly basis, rolling my eyes. There you go. <laughs> Fact. Also, can I say, Brad would definitely dress in an Ali G costume as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, I <laughs> and we'll talk about fancy dress later on in this podcast because of something happening this week. But yeah, if, if we were going to have a loose dad's fancy dress, he would be in the Ali G costume. 100%. <laughs> Boom! Right. Should we start off with the game? Before we do that, we've got a five-star review. Oh, I, my goodness. I, oh, I forgot. I almost forgot oh, about whoa. let's talk about people who are nice to us. People who like us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. A promise lasts a week with Jim. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, on Apple Podcasts, we've got a five-star review that uh, I missed. So I'm going to read it out now. This is from DJ Baxter. Yes. DJ, DJ. Um, who says great podcast I listen to this regularly it's so good they give out tips to us dads and other parents but have banter and make me laugh a lot five five stars cheers Baxter that's awesome cheers man 
did he write that on the right podcast? <laughs> well, because it's because of the tips and help. Yeah, I don't recognise yeah. that. But that was brilliant. Are his details on there? Do we need to sort of like just ring him to check that he's not taking the advice that we give? Because yeah, if he's taking any advice we give, things are very wrong. Mate, if people have left five star reviews, I'm not ringing him up to go. Are you sure? No. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good point there, Jack. Yeah, no, thank you, DJ Baxter. We appreciate it very much. If you want to get your mention on a podcast, uh, this, uh, as I said last week, prime real estate, start the show before people get bored and drift away, <laughs> then definitely do get on Apple Podcasts, five-star review, leave a little note, tell us what you like about the podcast, and I was going to say what we can improve. We don't want to know that. No, we just want to know what you like. Not yeah. there. <laughs> no. Not and, catch- and every five-star review, like, 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 let's be honest, really helps us out in the Apple algorithms and charts and all that sort of stuff. So everything you do there is helping get this podcast out to more people. So we really appreciate it. If you didn't buy any of us Christmas presents, this could be our Christmas <laughs> and birthday present. All yeah. right, just Actually, go and leave a review. Yeah, it's my birthday a couple of weeks ago. I'm, that would mean a lot, guys. A five-star yeah. review would be incredible. In fact, I didn't even get a card from these guys. Um, are we on? Are we? Are we on cards? Like, are we, do- are we well, doing? No, because it was my birthday a few weeks ago. I didn't have that, and uh, uh, and uh, and I had COVID on my birthday. Oh. Didn't send you a get well soon card either. No, didn't. We still love you though, Jim. Yeah. Well, before we all fall <laughs> out, say it back. Say it back. <laughs> oh, sorry. I love you all too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, sorry, I didn't. Wow. I thought that what we had was uh, one of those things where you only said it when you really felt like saying it, and it wasn't. You didn't just reciprocate it for no reason. But whatever, you know, if you if you like that, Jim, if, if you don't want you work, to admit you love me, then that's fine by me. Spark his talent, mate. He's needish. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. Not yeah. the talent bit, man. How can you <laughs> buff that ego every day? <laughs> right, let's play a game. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. It's game time. Uh, this is game where we uh, say, "When was the last time you said one of these parenting sayings?" All right. Um, just go to sleep. That'll make it feel better. Have, have either of you said that at any point? Because, you know, when there's a child and they've got a sudden illness or pain yeah. just before bedtime, which is suspicious. So you just go, um, yeah, yeah, just just go to sleep and that'll make it feel better. <laughs> yeah, I've done, I've, I've done that. Oh, my tummy hurts. Oh, Best thing for that is sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's funny that, isn't it? At this time of night, yeah. it's, uh, it's always the best thing for it. I, I don't think I've actually said those exact words. I have said, just go to sleep and I'll feel better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's definitely happened at two in the morning when you're screaming down the bedroom. Um, I last said it, uh, well, when did this Zoom call start? It was just before that. Right. When I was just about to connect and my daughter came down and she had an itchy leg. And, uh, and I said that. So, uh, What's nice is that I'd started the Zoom call and then I'd accepted Jim in, but he didn't know I was watching him at that point. And he was just giving his daughter a cuddle and it looked like she was a bit upset. And I thought, oh, this is a real tender moment that I've oh. stumbled across here. And then he came on and went, yeah, she had an itchy leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prescription here, a cuddle and bed. Uh, yeah. That's what it says here, the doctor says. But mainly bed. Yeah. <laughs> just go to sleep. <laughs> It's too exciting to be <laughs> 10 cc's uh, of sleep. Right. Second one is, um, do you think I'm made of money? When was the last time you said that? Mm. Every day. What? <clears throat> no. <laughs> no, no. I, I don't think I've actually said that. Like, I've said things to that effect, you know, to, to try and get the kids to appreciate the value of money. Mm. Like, no, you can't have that. When you earn your own money, you can have that. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a classic one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So can I have this, oh, God knows, I don't know, a third pineapple in the shopping basket? No. <laughs> <laughs> when you earn your own money, you can buy as many pineapples as you like. 
which of course is not true because we've all been through that <laughs> that where we were like when i'm old i am just gonna buy mars bars all day every day that's all i'm gonna have and then you realize that you know when you get old and you have your own money then you've got to pay tax and you've got to pay for oh, heating mm. and you've got to pay for all the boring stuff that adults have to pay for or you oh, do man. what i did when i moved out and you know buy all the crap and then wait until the uh, third and final notice comes through before you uh, yeah. <laughs> before you reassess your life. When you earn your own money, you can desperately try to get to payday. <laughs> hey, I'm taking that one though, boys. I remember really thinking I wanted the Turtles blimp and my mum used that one on me. The blimp glider that the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles had oh, back in the day. God, sorry, that I had no idea what you were talking about, the Turtles it, blimp. It, it, oh. Turtles blimp, guys. I mean, if you were down. You, you, anyway, you Turtles blimp glider. <laughs> I remember, and then I remember seeing it in Asda when I was like in full-time employment and I was like, Hmm, should I? <laughs> like, I can't buy that. I can't buy that. But I mean, I just need to check. Are these, for these sayings, it's specifically said to a child because I say the, do you think I made money to my fiance? Right, right, that, counts, like, that counts. I think that definitely counts. That's I think part they're just of dad basic, yeah. basic dad sayings. Yeah, that one That's comes it. out too much. Because if you didn't have a child, you probably wouldn't have to say that, would you? Because no. you'd have lots more money. That's so true. Have you ever noticed how how rich people without kids are? Yeah. Oh, mm. I got called it before. Before I had a kid, me and SJ were out. What did they call us? Uh, a dual in- dinky, dinky, a dual income, no kids. There's a name for people income, who are rich. No kids. Yeah. Mm. You are oh, your dinkies. Yeah, you're ordering extras on the menu. You're not just getting the two for eleven pound deal. Oh, clearly, clearly dinkies. And I was like, what? Yeah, it's a thing. Do you know where the biggest collection of dinkies is? Where? On Grand Designs. Or any oh, of right. those property yes. programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Oh, you're 28 and you've got a £100,000 deposit <laughs> and you can afford a mortgage of £500,000. Yeah. And that's, you know, you're looking at things going, oh, I wish there was a seventh bedroom there or whatever. <laughs> Where's my jacuzzi going to go? <laughs> like, they they really need to, I think, they need to rebalance that and do grand designs with people. Because obviously everyone knows that during grand designs you get pregnant. That is, that's yeah, that's right, okay, yeah, yeah. every single episode that happens. But they need them who've got kids beforehand. They're going, what's your budget for this? Well, it's about 20 quid. What can we do for that? <laughs> yeah, not so grand design. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch that, but you wouldn't get Kevin McLeod for it, mate, because he's not stepping in any council estate ever <laughs> in his no. life. Kevin's pop, he's lovely. Best voice in, on the on the TV. To be like, fair, like mediocre designs, isn't that what changing rooms was? When you go back and watch that now, you're like, oh yeah, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Hold on, my mate used to work on changing rooms. Did it? Yeah, he used to like have to call up places and beg for the furniture, that they were, <laughs> <laughs> basically, and go like, "Oh, yeah, well, we'll we'll give you promotion on the program, but can you just give us a three piece suite for free?" <laughs> like that's basically his job. <laughs> I would imagine the sales of MDF went down after that program. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, everything was MDF. Everything was like a stage set. It wasn't like a room. It was like you, so you're never going to keep this ridiculous MDF arch in your living room, are you? <clears throat> after. Lawrence has gone. The problem was, I watched that as a kid, and then before I bought my own house, I never watched anything else DIY based. So our first house, we like renovated, and it's just all MDF. Cupboards under the oh. stairs, MDF. Cupboards oh, by the fireplace, MDF. It's all right, Jack. Uh, TikTok's bringing MDF back. Is it? All these people doing all sorts of yeah, putting just random MDF planks in the middle of the wall as a pattern. Oh no! Like oh, oh, tasty. Man, uh, if it looks good on your iPhone camera, it looks good in your house. Honest. I thought you were going to say it's okay, Jack, because you don't live there anymore, and so you oh. don't get to see the warp. The warp <laughs> that happens oh, when you use MDF. Into dust. <laughs> yeah. As the screws wow. come out. <laughs> TikTok's bringing back not only MDF, but the Ting Tings. What a week this is. <laughs> like, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> that's not my name. Uh, right. It's like a, it's like Blackpool Illuminations around here. When was the last time you said that? I have said it ironically. Have you? Was it ironically, though? Well, was it? No, Danny leaves the lights on all over the place. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I'll, I'll come in from basketball. If it's a late one, I come in. She's gone to bed and literally all the lights are on downstairs, all the lamps, all the individual little lights, wherever they are. 
everywhere. She's not been downstairs for two hours. Uh, that's Jack. Honestly, that the light thing is the one thing that could break me in. <laughs> Especially now with the cost of electricity. Guys. Exactly. No, because it's like I even tried to like intervene and put Alexa in, so she just it's just like I could. You can do it automatically. You'll just shout like Alexa lights off. But most days I come home from work to the lights being on and they've been on all day, yeah. you know, like since she's left. I mean, she's a school teacher. So literally day lights go on in daylight because that's just what teachers well, yeah. do, isn't it? They always put lights <laughs> in the bathroom. Also, when you want to relax and sit and watch the telly in the evening, does she have to trundle it in on a big trolley and then spend ages <laughs> trying to get it working? How does this work again? How does this work again? But here's, here's the light thing where I thought, okay, no, this is a severe deep down problem. She went out for drinks with her friends the other night. So I left, you know, like just as a small light down in the hall way downstairs i just thought okay i'll just leave that on so she's not coming back into a pitch black house potentially a little bit squiffy right she just came to bed left that light on she didn't come in (laughs) turn that light off like she just came in and i just thought no there's a problem here this is is deep rooted this is deep rooted yeah i feel like i feel like it's the sort of thing you say like twice a day jim it it feels like a gym phrase it's maybe not twice a day, but it does frustrate me how much the kids leave the lights on all over the place. Mm. And when they have them on, when it's not even really dark, and you just think, well, like, I've turned that off and I've not even really noticed the yeah. difference. <laughs> How's that? When you pay the bills, you can do that. Um, yeah, it, it's weird, don't it? Lots of people say it. it. Geographically, it doesn't matter where you're from. It's always Blackpool Illuminations. It's not like the... Uh, the closest place to you where there was a little bit of light, uh, you know, like a light show or something. So I don't know why that is. I, every year I uh, intend to go to Blackpool and make a video of me walking around the illuminations, just going, <laughs> it's like our upstairs in here. I've never done it. Yes, I've never got around to it. Oh, man, that's viral on TikTok all day long, that is, mate. And I've given it away now. I've ruined the surprise. But, um, um, can I just say, I realise, I, I feel like I've just attacked my fiancé all the way through the sayings <laughs> game, uh, which, which, which is just by chance that all of them fell into the category mate, that affected her more than my toddler. Mate, this is a safe space. <laughs> Until she listens, mate. Until she, yeah, it's, it's like, Jack, come on, I don't want to happen to me like happened to you a couple <laughs> oh, of weeks back. Jack had to issue a full apology after his other half uh, suggested he might well have been slightly too down on his kids. <laughs> I might, but that's might have all, had a run. All right. <laughs> anyway, go switch the light off, right? Is that, have we made that clear? Yeah. A message to yeah. all spouses. Please, turn the lights. We should make this like a proper appeal, shouldn't we? We'd like one of those clicking the fingers. Every time this finger clicks, you think he's igno- <laughs> It's left on. Yeah. You think he's ignoring you. You think he's mad at you because of what you've done in the house. He is. You've left yeah. the light on. <laughs> Let's get that out. We'll re-record that song. Baby, turn the light off for me. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Come on, Jim. This is Loose Dads from Dads Now on the way. We'll look inside the news without talking about the main news, obviously, because pff, you don't want to hear us rant on about that. It's all coming up next on Loose Dads. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet, where you can catch up with us on the social medias by going to at Loose Dads Pod on Instagram, or you can go to Loose Dads Podcast in Facebook. Just type that into your search engine, you'll find our group, and you'll be able to see videos of Jack eating a kiwi with the skin on. Um, mm, baby. In, in the name of science. You're still picking bits out of your tongue? No, it's all right. I've eaten another one like that since. It's, it's actually, way. yeah, it's convenient. Yeah. Rather than the kind of knocking the top off like it's an egg and scooping it out or, you know, peeling it or cutting yeah. it well, off. Well, look, when you're scooping it out, you actually, like, I'm a convert now. I thought it was weird, but I'm a convert. When you scoop it out, the spoon goes through the skin and then you get juice on your hand. But when you eat mm. it like an apple, it's just, it's all in your mouth. 
Yeah, but I yeah. mean, I just imagine that texture on your tongue can't be nice. Like, no, it's soft right, fruit man. inside is what you want. You don't want it like you're chomping on King Kong's <laughs> Prairie oysters. Yeah. I mean, go and watch the video uh, at Loose Dad's Pod or Loose Dad's Podcast on Facebook, and you'll see he doesn't flinch. So I can only believe that it actually is all right. But I mean, I'll leave that to Jack to do rather than me to try it. <laughs> More of a banana man myself. Try this it. Try it. Don't try, try it. that with the skin on, mate. That'll leave you feeling unwell. Mm, I'm nice and claggy. Uh, this is the news. Let's look inside. Obviously, there's a massive news story this week, but I don't think we could add anything to the international debate about that. So let's talk about something that's maybe uh, certainly nowhere near as dramatic, but certainly a a cause for consternation in many households anyway. Uh, World Book Day. That's this week. In fact, it's the day after we're recording this. If you're getting this on the Friday, you had it yesterday, so you're on World Book Day, Boxing Day, and you're probably uh, having some leftover costumes to wear today. (laughs) It's one of those things where, now you two, your kids potentially don't do World Book Day, I'm imagining? Nope. This is is our first. Oh, Oh, so they're they're doing it in nursery, are they? Yeah, doing it in nursery tomorrow. Got, Got everything all ready. What? what are they going as? So, Jake is going as a dinosaur from, I mean, choose a dinosaur book. Yep. Um, but he's got a specific one, like how to look after your dinosaur or something like that. Uh, so he's going as a green dinosaur. Mm. Um, and Harry is going as little nut brown hair from Guess How Much I Love You. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. But we don't, yeah, we don't have any face paints. And so the only thing I've got to do his little nose and his whiskers with tomorrow is um, felt tip pens. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, right? You can draw on your kid. It's well booked. They're, they're washable. Yeah. Oh, they'd, they'd, they'd draw on themselves anyway, wouldn't they? So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think that's okay parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Danny did say to me, Jake might want to be coloured in green. I was like, I'm not doing that. That's too far. No, no. Like a full face of green. Yeah. I mean, nose and whiskers, maybe, yeah. A full face of green Sharpie. I don't Dad, know. I want the full grot bags, Dad. Like. <laughs> if the title of this show isn't the full grot bags, I'd be gr- really disappointed. <laughs> There's a memory. <laughs> um, my daughter's going as a character from a book called The Land of Raw, which is one of those things where I think it's one of the, like a kind of minor hit. Uh, quite a few people like it. And we've found some people going as one of the characters in it. But the illustrations in the book are quite difficult to fathom out. They're all moody black and white ones. But right. she's going as the baddie from that, which I'm mm. quite excited yeah, by because, cool. you know, normally she just wants to go as a princess or something. Um, and my son decided he wanted to go as Guy Fawkes. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I guess there are books about Guy Fawkes. Have you had to like go to the library and borrow a, a history book? Yeah, we <laughs> to to be able to get the kind of the yeah the spot on picture of the yeah. oldie worldy guy Fawkes. <laughs> so, oh, but hey, Jim, there's a, at least there's some money in it for you because like on the way to and from school, you could be like penny for the guy. Uh, yeah, the guy, no, that's uh, true. Yeah, there's money in it for you, man. So, yeah. but, and your daughter dressed as this villain, you know, could intimidate people into it. <laughs> she could do. This is perfect because you know a a lot of parents who have kids who've who've done World Book Day will know that this is the point the night before where it's absolutely panicked. You realise you've not got something. The shops are all closing, Mm. and you know everything's hectic. And tomorrow morning's going to be hectic to get them ready and happy with their costumes and stuff, which they're probably going to rip off as soon as they get to school anyway. Mm. So I hadn't really thought about the money making opportunities in all that rush, (laughs) but you're right, yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Perfect. Penny for the guy, mate. They used to be outside the spa around the corner from my house all the time. Penny for the guy. Yeah? <laughs> um, so the, in our house, World Book Day is a thing because SJ's a primary school teacher. So Of course, yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, she won't wear any of her outfits for me at home, unfortunately. She's got a Snow White <laughs> and she's got some uh, mermaid leggings for once when she went oh. as a mermaid. All um, right. I know. Oh, nice. Not many. Are we allowed to, what's she going to be tomorrow? 
Um, I, I don't know. I think she's. They're going as a flag collectively. Her and some of the other teachers, which sounds Ooh. a bit of a cop out. Oh, sexy. Or where Norway to bed with me? I've got a pole. Would you like to display yourself upon it? <laughs> Sorry. Um, thing, thing is, Sparky, how can I make world U of Day seedy? <laughs> Sparky, you have repeatedly told us how vanilla you are in the bedroom. <laughs> I don't think it's SJ who won't wear these costumes. I think it's you who's like, oh no. No, no, not Snow hey. White. I don't like the bit with the nasty witch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to... No, sorry, that's Sleeping Beauty. I was going to say, what are you going to do with the apple? <laughs> he's, he's so vanilla, he's going to be Switzerland, you know, tomorrow. Hey. That's, that's like. <laughs> um, but he, uh, no, like, it wasn't World Book Day because we didn't have it back in my day, but you do know the old classic, uh, my mum's favourite story to tell. Back in my day. Back when I was at nursery school um, <laughs> and I was one of the very few brown kids in the school. Um, we, were having a, we were doing a play and um, they wanted. They asked my mum, would, would you be offended if uh, Mark played the gingerbread man? Uh, <laughs> 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 so... So I was the gingerbread man. My mum just coloured in my nose red, got me some brown cords and a cracking. Because you look cooked. (laughs) Just, I mean, if a school has to send a note home saying, would you be offended? (laughs) Yeah, the answer's probably yes. (laughs) They didn't even send a note. This is the talk over the gate, you know, when you're collecting you and stuff. Oh, Wendy, she was put on the spot, but she was cool with it. You know, my mum's mildly racist, even though she married a black man. (laughs) And you're you're talking about it 30 years later in therapy, so... (laughs) (laughs) so uh it's all going well guys anyway um not my buttons not my gumdrop buttons so um i mean i must (laughs) i must warn you as you know you are going to have kids who are school age you know in the next few years um be prepared for many many non-uniform days many dress-up days we have had in the past month we've had four and we've definitely got comic relief coming up as well. Mm. So it's like they're in costume more than they are in their uniform, as far as I can work out. It's ridiculous. Although that would be quite good for you, Sparky. You're a big fancy dress fan, aren't you? I mean, I do love fancy dress. We do have a fancy dress box. Um, Wardrobe. Well, no, and it's just because, like, yeah, at parties, we did this thing with our group of friends where every like some person's birthday it was, like we went as something that their name started with. So like when it was Jenny's, uh, we went as jesters, actually me and SJ. Um, then when it was SJ's, we went as sheep and I made uh, full actual sheep costumes out of cotton wool balls. Like I spent a day with a glue gun and massive bags of cotton wool balls from home bargains and made <laughs> some sheep outfits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, uh, I went to a party like that for my friend Hannah and someone came as a hemorrhoid. Oh. oh, how did they, how would you, how would you be a hemorrhoid? It was horrendous, or hemorrhoids rather. Oh. Uh, you know, the large bubble wrap. Sort of covered oh. himself in that and then like painted bits red. It was oh. graphic. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I went to a fancy dress party for my mate's 30th um, and it was a come as an album cover party. And um, tell me, I, I you did, like, tell me you did, never mind. <laughs> you wish actually no one did that I'm surprised oh. thinking about it but um, I, I was working on Kerrang Radio the rock radio station at the time and so I sort of put it to the listeners I was like what front cover should I go as and nice. there were loads of great suggestions um, but the, the sort of the one they voted for most was Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd which I don't know if you know it's like two blokes shaking hands and one of them's on fire so I got this suit, this cheap suit, and I sort of stitched a load of flames, like kind of bright red and yellow flames onto the back of the uh, the suit so it looked like I was on fire and then kind of posed like shaking hands and stuff. And uh, it was in London. We got um, from my now wife's flat, we got on the tube and we were heading out. And um, it was only then that it struck me that earlier that day, there had been an attack at Glasgow Airport where there was oh, a... Terrorist who would set himself on fire running around Glasgow Airport. Oh no! And uh, that's the one where the baggage handler kicked him and yeah. told him to. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's just bad uh, timing because that sounds like oh, a good yeah. costume, Jim. Sounds yeah, like you've been planning it as well, like. <laughs> yeah, not- no, I put I put some effort in because you know we were dinkies at the time, so yeah, of course, you know, we were 
but yeah, it was um, it was inopportune. It was ill-advised potentially, but I was too late to change my costume because I didn't have anything else. So <laughs> I went with it anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's evidence that terrorism ruins more uh, of lives than you'd imagine. Parts of yeah. lives that you wouldn't even think of. They didn't even think of that, did they? Did they think of people going to uh, fancy dress parties? No, they did not. Disgusting. No, selfish. Disgusting. Uh, Sparky, have you got a news story? Uh, yeah, I have. Guys, um, any of you have a problem in your house with snoring, be it yourself or your partner or your nah. kids? Nah. Um, I think sometimes when I've had a drink. Right. Okay. Well, uh, well, then you have a problem with your wife snoring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just get really irrational. <laughs> yeah. Give me a baby sham, I get really irrational. <laughs> just because, though, no, um, because um, this woman has uh, come up with the greatest um, way of preventing snoring in your house. And it's simple. It's nose, nose. You don't have to get a Robbie Fowler nose thing. <laughs> you don't have to um, bend out on magnetic rings or whatever you can buy, which you see the adverts pop up on your Instagram sometimes. Magnetic for. rings? Yeah, you could buy like some sort of weird ring, which will stop you um, from snoring. Cockring. No. <laughs> if you snore, it tightens up. <laughs> I mean, it's get that on Dragon's Den, get that on Dragon's Den, mate. I think there's money. Deborah Meaden will get behind that. <laughs> um, it is plant-based, isn't it? Yeah, okay, good. No, I'm right. It's fine. What about the packaging? Um, but right, yeah. no. <laughs> um, she's come up with a real simple way and it's it's all down to snoring is mainly caused because you, your mouth falls open so Jimmy and when you've had a few baby shams like if you fall asleep on your back your mouth falls open you start snoring she's going for just a simple piece of tape so tape your mouth shut so what I was going to say is <laughs> basically and there's pictures of her in the newspaper doing it and she's taped her mouth up and I thought this is great but if the problem of snoring is your other half in the <laughs> And you went downstairs and got some tape in the night. It's not, <laughs> it's not trying to use this. I mean, this could end badly, right? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it gives also the wrong message, doesn't it? Just in, if you if they're not expecting it as well, they might be a bit like, oh, hang on, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, hey. You've changed. Oh, you never told me about this. Sparky, <laughs> well, this is no, different. Let's just stop. <laughs> well, it wasn't for me. <laughs> Leave me alone, I'm vanilla. <laughs> That's, I mean, I mean, I guess it's the, the best ideas are simple ones, aren't they? Mm. I mean, I'm not sure whether you could kill someone like that you know no, just no, she's not nose. dead she's 17 she's doing it guys she's not dead <laughs> no uh, she's not dead <laughs> I'm I mean, assuming the I, news article would be very different if she was dead yeah. <laughs> you'd have approached it from a different <laughs> angle maybe. but the also finds miracle cure for snoring also she's dead Killing yourself, right? No, okay, no, 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 no. It's a little bit like saying, though, no, I have found a cure for saving time. It's not wearing a seatbelt while you drive, and you know I'm not dead, so definitely it's safe for fair, everyone. Fair, fair. You know, this is proof that why you shouldn't just read things in the newspaper and think that's a good idea. So, I mean, I this is why we're not discussing the big story of the week, right? <laughs> and don't worry, guys. Don't worry. If you really are worried, I'll try it on SJ before I try it myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We want photos. I love. That, Not if um, it gets kinky. <laughs> <laughs> Just send that to the WhatsApp. I, I love that I'm constantly harangued for being the old one in here, but Sparky's references today are to grot bags and Robbie, Robbie Fowler's <laughs> nose strip. <laughs> Mate, that's it. That's when I was a pro at football and I loved grot bags. What's yours is mine, what's mine's me own. Bit of CITV after school. Some uh, early 90s kids who are absolutely loving this today. <laughs> yes! Shout me out, Grotbags fans. Uh, Jack, what about you? What's your new story? Well, as we know, Brad isn't here today, but he has sent me his new story. Oh, good, good. Um, and as soon as I saw the headline, I went, well, that shit's all over anything I've got, so uh, let's do it. You, okay. you clicked the link on your computer. Yeah, I know. And That's not going to go down well with a new employer, by the way. <laughs> let's see if it's worth the damage, though, right? Come on. Well, wondering if my new employer might offer this. Company offers employees masturbation breaks with wank pods and virtual reality. <laughs> Isn't that just okay. called the uh, cubicle zoo? What? <laughs> no way. There's not like, in some I'm... of the places I've worked, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, um, no. 
Yeah, well, no, so apparently an open-minded company is offering its employees the opportunity to masturbate during work hours. And they've even ordered custom-built wank pods to help them out. I mean, it's been a long time since I've been in a Bon Marche, but they have changed, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, love. I'll be back on the tills in a minute. It's me wank break. Uh- <laughs> Imagine that in the staff room. You've got the kettle and then the oh, Kleenex. Here he goes again. Bang on time. 11 o'clock. It's time for his wank break. Like, how- There's no food preparation involved. Oh. Is it? It's not McDonald's or something. <laughs> no, no it, it is uh, strip chat, an adult website and social network. Oh, right. So, okay. so business and pleasure. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Then you know, that's, if, if, that's what, with this, they don't have to provide a cushion for every uh, male employee yeah, yeah. for them to, to hold on their lap whilst they're working. It's a bit like if you if you work in a restaurant, you expect you expect the chef to, you know, have a little snack off a plate every now and again. Yeah. It's a bit like that, isn't it? I mean, really though, do you think, <laughs> also though, if this happened in real workplaces, the, the reason this would happen is because of lockdown. Because... I imagine the <laughs> the uh, Jack's got a guilty laughing face, which to me well, says... Because people are so used to it from working yeah, from home. because you've been home. working from home. Oh, I've sent an email. <laughs> Quickly. Right, okay. Then, oh, you know, after lunch, or I don't have to clock on for three minutes. I reckon I can. Like, you know, that's that's people through lockdown. <laughs> so... Oh, i worked um, for myself for five years, mate. The, the analogy about... Arm the- like Rafael Nadal right there. <laughs> I mean, the analogy about the restaurants, interesting, because it's, it, it's unreasonable to expect anyone to go through an entire shift without eating. However, I would think it's probably reasonable that someone could do a shift at work without having to, you know, have a little play. Yeah. I mean, most jobs are so depressing that there's no way you're even going to be able to, like, I don't know, what's get in the mood, what's the polite way of saying that, you know? You're so done with your floor manager. There's nothing that's going to make you go in that booth. But mate, like you know, you know when you're at work and you go for a poo, and then you come out of the cubicle and there's someone there in the loos and you like make eye contact and you're like, oh, kill me, yeah, yeah, oh, that's awful. Imagine stepping out of the wank pod, and making <laughs> eye contact with your boss yeah. or with Helen from accounts or something. Oh. I've I've definitely been in Amsterdam um, on a stag do. Hold on, I've got to be careful with this story. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because that's... Is this that's what you've for, already gone too because, far anyway, so it, just no, keep going. <laughs> no, but the, I mean, God, the, I, I could not do the old booth, but um, we, we're walking down the Amsterdam lanes and uh, this guy happened to walk out of, one, of visiting a lady at the wrong time as like a group of like 20 Full on lads were walking past and they were like, Ray! And they cheered him out. And it was like, however much he just spent in there was wasted at that point. Because he's just yeah. like, ah, oh, bugger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked like he had a good time. So, yeah. It looked relaxed. the point where he, he met you, boys. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to catch eyes with a, with a work colleague or a group of 20 lads on a stand. No, dude. no. no. <laughs> on, a, on a sort of side note, I... Uh, I, I really hated the idea of going for a poo at work. I, I couldn't, I just, I, I really tried my hardest to never do it at all. It was just, I just don't like that idea. I don't like being in that position, like where you could have to make contact with someone who knows that you defecate. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's highly unprofessional, Jim, you know. <laughs> Pass, I, passing just, waste oh, at work. I, <laughs> no, I used to do it all the time at work just to, you know, before I worked on the radio, like I used to do it to, so I didn't have to, you know, because I haven't got time whilst freaking Adele's playing to curl one out. But, but when I used to work, I used to just do it to pass the day. Isn't that what people do? Yeah. <laughs> there was always that, as a producer, always that moment where the jock goes for a... um goes for a toilet break during a during a run of three songs <laughs> and then you're like are they going to be back in time are they going to be back in time are they am i going to have to do this link now yeah. that's a, that is a radio problem or if you don't take your fob and you get locked out the studio when you go oh, for yeah. it for yeah, it. yeah if you if you're doing your own show and you've you think you've chained the songs up to all play into each other and mm. then you go out and realize you haven't and yeah. it stops after one song <laughs> and you 
on the loo and you're listening and you hear it go dead and there's nothing you can do. It's the, literally probably just, one of the worst things that can happen to you as a radio presenter. Just waiting for that emergency tape to kick in. Yeah. But the, this, is, this is quite an in chat, isn't it? That we're having, yeah. yeah. I think that it's, people though can every, get this. Like, yeah, everyone's got a poo at work. So like, do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's how it is. But, but being a, being a radio presenter, you do you learn how long it takes you to do certain tasks. <laughs> so, like you know how long it takes you to make a cup of tea that's bearable to drink, and you know how long it takes you to go for a wee. Because you know, I'd, I'd like to see that. I'd like uh, one of the big universities, Oxford, Cambridge, to research this to go people's perception of how long it takes them to go to the toilet or make a cup of tea oh, and yes, the reality. Mm-hmm. And you'd find it's a lot less because you know sometimes I'd be going, oh no, there's only twelve minutes. I can't go and go to the toilet. And then, like, one time I'd have to go and I'd go and I'd be back and it's like, oh, that took about a minute and a half. Wow. <laughs> Jim, I've had that exact conversation in my head. It's like, whoa, we pee quicker than we think. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we better hope that we don't become floor managers one day, Jim, because we'll be like, hold on. Tony went for a wee oh, eight yeah. minutes ago. He could have had four, but now... Like, no, you wait. The way the future's going, they're going to be timing you in that pod too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you don't need that pressure. No. You don't need it. <laughs> Just take longer. <laughs> so that I'm glad that we could have uh, a Brad story without Brad being here. Yeah, and it's, it's nice. It's isn't like it? he's like uh, he's here in spirit. Tom <laughs> mentions of poo and sexual references. Uh, yeah, <laughs> literally the curve was like COVID back last November. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Lou's dads from Dadsnet. We'll look at some big questions from Dadsnet members next. Hello, my name is Adam. And I'm Courtney John. We're from the North-South Dad Vibe, another one of the great podcasts from Dadsnet. Now, if you've not heard this show before, it sounds a little bit something like this. Parents out there will know because it would have happened to them as a child, is when you really want an ice cream from the ice cream man and you say, you hear the, the great tune. And you're like, yes, ice cream man's here. And then you get hit with the dreaded... There's chalk ices in the freezer. <laughs> Do you know? It's not the same. In it's a not plain white wrapper. Yeah. So once you finish listening to this podcast, search for the North South Dad Vibe wherever you get your podcasts. Give it a go. Trust me, you won't regret it. Loose Dads from Dad's Night. It's me, it's Jack, it's Sparky. Brad, not here today, but we had a Brad-type story in the the news, so it makes us all feel a little bit better, like he's with us here in person. But, um, but you know, we, it's Jack's search history now. That, but... <laughs> Jack is definitely buying himself. one of the, When you get targeted advertising for your own booth at home. Uh, yeah, look, if, <laughs> if they do them, you know. I mean... <laughs> I don't I know where to keep it, but <laughs> yeah. are we looking for new sponsors for this? Way, just in case, <laughs> just yeah, we should put it out there. We are happy to do a like demo. Don't want to really put demo? It Insta stories, but you know we'll you know talk about it after we've each individually oh, right. used it. Right? But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get your people to talk to our people. Yeah. Shotgun, and our people, I think our people are Jack now. Now he's the corporate shill and he oh, works yeah. for the company. Yeah. He's uh, he's dad's net corporate now. So uh, <laughs> we have to be careful what we say in case he passes it back to his, uh, his boss. Good, good point, Jim. Can I also just make it clear to our new future sponsor, we need one each. I am not going in <laughs> yes, Brad yeah. in before me. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Don't know why he's left on the screen. <laughs> no, I meant like... Anyway, move on, move on. I mean, both ways, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Let's look at some of the big questions of the week. The big question of the week. These are questions that are on the Dad's Net closed group. If you are a dad and you would like a place where you could go and hang out online and chat and offer advice and give advice and get advice and just get some support, give support, have a laugh and just share memes and stuff, then that's the place for you to go. Uh, this one says, um, 
my three-year-old boy has a phobia of animals. Any Anytime he sees a dog, a cat, or even a harmless pigeon, he gets scared. I wanted to get him a pet rabbit to help him overcome his fear. Is that the best way forward, do you think? Anyone have any other ideas? What do you think? Hmm. Uh, how are your kids with animals? They're fine, they like them. Yeah, we, yeah, we've got cats in the house, so I guess that he's been used to having them around, but... And that's I don't know. the worst animal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're jerks. Like, I agree. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> You're not friendly with kids at all, or adults. Or adults, no. no. We're at the stage where he really wants to start stroking them more, and it's always like I feel like my hand is ready to bat them away from batting him, because you know, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not gentle enough yet. But, I mean, I feel like fear, a bit of fear surely is good. Because actually, I'm a bit concerned that Jackson's the other way. Like he's, you know, walking up to cows at the farm with a carrot, and he's like walking right underneath him. <laughs> they literally take his hand clean off, you know. And I'm like, come here, like. So, so a bit of caution is fine. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. I just slowly, you show them like that. My, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm no expert. This is just what I've started doing. Is I try and show him how to be with the animal. Like, don't if you you're in charge. Don't be afraid of the animal and start there. With a rabbit, great idea. You do have to take the lead, don't you? Really, and mm. and do that because we had a we had a dog up until a year ago, um, and so my kids have both grown up with a dog. But now um, my youngest, particularly, is quite scared of dogs he sees in the street, and you know, any anyone that kind of comes close to him, if there's one off the lead when he's in the park or anything, he gets quite scared of them, which is strange. So yeah, it's more a case of like what I'll kind of do is sort of go ahead and I'll kind of pat the dog and I'll you know kind of calm it down a little bit and then like you know come in, it's all right, it's okay, you know. Yeah. And I think you you sort of have to show that calm, and that's the terrible thing about being a parent, really, isn't it? Is that you have to look like you're in control and calm. <laughs> Even if Even you're if scared, you're if it's a rotty out, yeah. and you're freaking out in this Rottweiler's teeth, you're like, oh, lovely, it's a lovely dog. Like, oh, say yeah. hello to him. Fine with a Labrador. Like, that's easy. Yeah, but it's when... Yeah. It's got, some of them have got big teeth. Or if it was a snake as well. Like, oh, this is great. Oh, um, brilliant. I found... Or a horse. Oh, a horse, yeah. Any of those big animals that can trample you. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever um, run in a field of cows? Um because no. I have and I wouldn't recommend it because they chase after you um, nope <laughs> nope yeah cows can run particularly fast there was a route that I used to go on that was through a cow field and then one time they were like one of them must have started running and the others went oh yeah okay and I have never had a quicker Strava time than on that run. It was absolutely petrifying. I had to jump over a barbed wire fence because I was just looking for the quickest way out of the field. No. Um, yeah. So I yeah, like the fence between me and them, but you know, I'm, I'm way yeah, confident exactly. when the fence is there, Jim. <laughs> hey, look, you little cow bastards. Hey. Stay in your pen, all right, over there. But look, we're not afraid of you. Hey. You've got rubbish on us. Hey. <laughs> Um, so do you have any animals Jack at all no that's a short answer you live in the countryside you, you should have like, I know there's plenty over. around yeah, there's plenty around let's have a look at them they're free if we go for a little walk like our lockdown walk you could go and see donkeys and goats and horses and ponies and whatever you wanted over there there was sheep in another field yeah there's, there's loads of animals around we just don't have any in the house. Just easier, isn't it? That's it. <clears throat> it is really. I've got enough things that shit in here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, without adding a dog or a cat or a. Oh no! I've told you a lie. We've got sea monkeys. Oh well, yeah. Oh, the, the uh, ultimate pet. I the just, best. Yeah. I've been <laughs> obsessed yeah. with them as a kid. Like, oh my god, it's a little alien thing. <laughs> I'm surprised, Sparky, you don't have sea monkeys in your house with your other half being like an early years teacher. That's a, like a proper early years teacher oh, pet. We've had the best, uh, she, a couple of times, like I had to go into her class for this, though, but it was like uh, after school I got to go in and see, they have chicken eggs. If any of your kids had oh, chicken nice. eggs hatching in the class, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. a local lady around the corner does that. And then the best thing we've actually done, it's one of the coolest things, for, we've done let alone for Jackson and it was the butterflies you get the caterpillars oh 
It's so cool. We did that. It's disgusting. No, it's not. They get a little they rancid. They grow so quickly. It's like, it's amazing. I loved it. And then when we let them go, I felt like I was helping the world. Like, it was great. I mean, they poo like champions, don't they? And they're not embarrassed to do it in front of each other. So, you know, no, maybe but, we could learn a lot from them. Right. So the caterpillars poo, and that is gross, right? That is, you've just got them in a little pot. Yeah. And, it, and they're, it, just, yeah. they're just all shitting in this pot. And by the end of... By the time they're cocoons, the pot is just full of shit, right? And then, and then, oh, they turn into magical butterflies. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. But, but you know, in that cocoon, they liquefy themselves and then reform I into a butterfly. I can't see that. Right? I can just see the wonderment and the joy no, that it brings and then, my soul. And then the butterflies shit. Red stuff the, everywhere. Okay. And that, that red stuff is leftover caterpillar. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. Oh. It's leftoverified caterpillar. All right. Well, I was they just are horrible. The whole chrysalis bit and the whole watching them turn into butterflies. I was trying not to focus on the poo as much, but oh. I, mean, I mean, yeah, that's advice. Mate, get the butterflies. Honestly, or if don't. you want your kid to start getting excited about animals, like it, it, Google at it. Thirty-six years old, I was as excited. Google, as a toddler. Google it, mate. Your house will be covered in shit. They're pretty hands-off, though. That's the good thing, isn't it? Yep. You just keep them in that little net thing and then it's fine. And he'll keep looking and your kid will keep looking and then he'll be like, oh, I love animals. And then, boom, cured, sorted. He'll want to get a pet donkey. So, um, <laughs> but just take him down jacks by the sounds of it. There's <laughs> um, another question from the dad's net. Okay, dads, I have a tricky one here regarding birthday presents. My son is six and he announced yesterday that today is his favourite toy's birthday, a stuffed <laughs> triceratops toy. This is the birthday of the triceratops. This morning, apparently, he was very disappointed that there was no presents or cards. <laughs> My partner then tells me I have to buy it a gift on the way home from work. So what do you buy a stuffed dinosaur? That question to Jack. Jack, what would you buy? Uh, a Freddo. Well, of course, perfect. Well, yeah, like, something like that. Something that's going to cost you, I don't know what a Freddo costs this day, these days. I'm not, I'm not starting to chat about inflation, but a, a 20p Freddo? I don't know. Uh, don't cost you much money. The kid will eat it. Sorted. Or the good thing is, you go. Well, we'll just leave it with the Triceratops mm. overnight. Yeah. Let's Rudolph this stuff. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. And then kid goes to bed. You eat a Freddo and leave oh. a little few crumbs. Nice one. And hey, everyone's well, happy. A little bit of chocolate around the Triceratops mouth. Yeah, create a beer. Yeah. If we're going that route. Oh yeah. Okay. Why not? Oh, yeah. the PS Five. <laughs> <laughs> this is great parenting advice, guys. I'm I'm writing this down. Like I've not been here yet, but okay. When my moment comes, I'm gonna snap it up. I mean, I've got children who are obsessed with cuddly toys, but none of them have given them a birthday. Although I'm not going to shout too loud just no. in case they get some ideas. Yeah. I mean, this kid sounds smart. I'd like be thinking about yeah. their, their education going forward if they're smart enough. That's oh, the dinosaur's birthday. They're going to be top salespeople. I wonder if it is sort of midway between Christmas and this kid's birthday. And it's like, it's going to be a long time until I get some more presents. Let's invent another birthday. I mean, in many ways, he works like the the card industry, yeah. you know, and the you know the the gift industry that just invents new <laughs> days for you to buy stuff for. So yeah, perfect. So well done. So it, rather than buy the Triceratops a gift, just uh, marvel at how clever your son is. He's going to be the next Richard Branson, probably. There you go. There we go. Uh, so I think we've organised those problems and we've sorted them out. So if you have any questions, any issues, either get in contact with us directly through uh, at Loose Dads Pod on Instagram or by going to Loose Dads Podcast in your search engine bit of your Facebook and finding our group uh, or go on the Dad's Net groups on Facebook as well. They're free to join and they're an amazing resource to have. Um, if you've enjoyed this, then Wow. I mean, I'm surprised, but brilliant. I'm great. Uh, You've got to start sounding less sarcastic about us, mate. Sorry, there you go. If, obviously, as you should, you've enjoyed this bloody brilliant podcast. Better! Right? Go and tell Apple Podcasts about it. Not only do you help us boost the number of people listening, but you also get yourself a little mention at the start of maybe next week's show. Do it before next Friday. Uh, next Wednesday, that's when we record, and we'll give you a mention. So the five-star review, 
leave some nice words all on Apple Podcasts and make sure you tell someone else about it so they can have a listen as well. Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much, Sparky. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I'm Jim, and we will be back next week wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you listen. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. <laughs>